This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Hello, hello, hello. Nick Hancock on the Your Harrogate Podcast for Saturday, the 14th of November. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsors, Hacks. Thank you to our special guest today, who is superstar celebrity chef Stephanie Moon. And if you like a bit of the Great British Bake Off, you'll like what Steph's got in store in a minute or two. But first, all important, weekend weather. And it's just going to persist it down. Today's weather is poor. And if the highlight of your weekend was going to be going out for a walk, you are going to have to get properly, properly coat on, hat on, all that kind of thing, because you are going to get wet today. Sunday, sunshine and showers. The Christmas lights go on in Harrogate. They're switched on in town today. And this is exciting if you are going to be having a walk around town at some point. And here's one for you if you've got kids. Have a look outside. There's something very special outside the Victoria Shopping Centre. So on the bit that's opposite where the train station is in town. And I won't say too much because it's it's visual. You've got to go and see it. But it's very, very Instagrammable. Okay, so have a look at that. Now on with Saturday's podcast with Steph Moon. Steph Moon, good morning. Welcome back. How are you? Nick, it's great to be back on your Harrogate. And yeah, things are going well, actually. Um, in spite of, of lockdown, we're, uh, we're very positive in the Moon household. <laughs> well, don't you think food, food is one of the most important things. When you think of, we were talking yesterday, we were talking yesterday with Sharon Canova about music. And actually, these things that are, we really appreciate, music is so good for the soul. But then food is right up there as well. And last week we had a hug in a bowl. And yes. this week we're, we're, we're airing more on the, the sort of side of if you've got a sweet tooth, really, aren't we? We are a bit, Nick. And this is something that is very, it's bang on trend. I have brought for you today some cinnamon buns. So I made these last night. They are actually quite simple to make. It's, if you've never made them before, the only sort of thing that you really need is a, a food mixer and a, a muffin tray and, and an oven, and that's it. So uh, they're very, very easy to do, um, but they do take a little bit of time because you, they have yeast in there and you have to let them prove. So uh, as we're coming into wintry, autumn wintry uh, flavours, I think... I read in an article recently that the, the bake of 2020 has been the cinnamon bun. So I thought I'd make you something. Why, is it, why do you think they've got so so trendy then? Because it was it just a sort of classic that had been forgotten for a few years, do you think? I, th- I think it is. And, you know, you look in, in Harrogate, for example, at Balthazens and places like that, cinnamon buns are really you know they're one of their speciality isn't it their speciality the cinema it is it is so i feel a bit like i'm i'm treading on paul's toes here but (laughs) actually far from it you know i think they're the guys that that make fantastic their baking is amazing and and you know he's recently launched his bakery and that's going really well that is so for my cinnamon buns i've just done a, a homemade version 
I was just going to say, um, it, it's next to Harrogate Theatre, isn't it? Their new Baltazan's Bakery, and it's so cool. I mean, it's so you you could be in any. You feel like it's sort of it's like a bit of metropolitan London life in the middle of Harrogate. Yeah. That place. So, I think I think the guys there do cool very well. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. They're fantastic. So so back back to the buns. Back to um, the buns. Well, we're talking cinnamon buns. So yes. I actually used a uh, base recipe, because I've never made these before. I used a base recipe from BBC Good Food. But what I've done is I've blinged it up to make it my own. So in the milk and the butter, basically you take milk and butter and you warm this through. Now I use cinnamon stick and I use star anise. And I've got some cinnamon and star anise here. And the bark of the cinnamon, that's the crack of the cinnamon. The whole room now... Smells like Christmas with well, these flavors. I thought you were going to play as a tune. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> but what it does is that sort of goes into the milk, and that means that you've got that cinnamon flavor running all the way through the bun. So you make the dough, which is in essence a bread dough with half plain flour, half strong white flour, uh, the milk and the butter, and the uh, I used uh, fast-acting dried yeast and uh, some sugar. And you make this uh, mixture, mix it together with eggs. Um, I actually sieved out the cinnamon and the star anise, as you would imagine. And you make a dough. And you then basically put that dough on the, on the bench, on the, the side of your kitchen. And you basically knead it and pommel it. And you give it hell for about 10 minutes. <laughs> which is, is a great thing to do in yeah. lockdown. Because it gets rid of all your aggression. You're going to love it, folks. It's good fun. Uh, yeah, really knead the dough. And then you basically put a, a cling film over the top. Pop it in a warm place for a good hour to let it prove up and you want to see it at least double in size and whilst you're doing that you go about making the cinnamon mixture so if I take my bun here and I now break it in half you'll see running through the middle of, of the bun there is a swirl of cinnamon so how you make the butter there it's simply butter sugar and cinnamon in the middle you roll out your uh, dough into a shape that's not as long as a ruler, but probably about 20 centimetres long and about 10 to 15 centimetres wide, like a big oblong. Spread the cinnamon butter over, over that uh, oblong and then roll it up and then you stuff it um, into your bun tray that you've lightly greased and you let it again back in the warm place. This is not something that can be done in five minutes it does take two or three hours to make these properly uh, back in a warm place let it prove up and again it'll double in size and it looks amazing I then brushed it with egg wash sprinkled it with a bit of cinnamon sugar which was just sugar and cinnamon mixed together and I sprinkled some um, flaked almonds on the top and baked it for about 15 to 20 minutes at 180 degrees and the house smells like Christmas it's amazing yeah. but the uh, the flavors of this bun is really really good and I know it's a simple recipe but I think it's just a bit of fun at a time when we all want a bit of fun really yeah it's nice isn't it and everybody's everybody's into a bit of baking in lockdown aren't they also um I mean you you've you whatsapp me the pictures but 
they're, they're very photo, photo, uh, photogenic, aren't they, is the word I'm looking for. They, they, they look great in pictures, don't they, cinema buds? Yeah, these, I mean, I, I sent you a photo of these last night, Nick, and you said, Steph, these look gorgeous. They do. They are simple to do and they're, they're fun. You know, and we're all enjoying watching things like Great British Bake Off at the minute. There's something about baking. And, you know, if you're lucky to be in lockdown with family, there's something about baking with others as well. But it's also something you can do on your own. Yes, you could make cinnamon buns and you could freeze them, I'm sure. You know, you don't have to eat them all at once, although <laughs> I would strongly recommend it. <laughs> but it's, it's a fun thing to do and it gives you a warm feeling inside. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's it's a really really nice really nice way to nice way to spend spend an afternoon or a morning in lockdown. Definitely, and I think we're all we're all coming up with more creative ways to spend our weekends and things if we're not if we're not out and about as much. What what is it about what is it about the Bake Off that makes it so good to watch? Is it is it because it's quite dramatic? Because with with other things when you cook, I'm just thinking that you can't really afford to. To go wrong with baking, whereas you sort of can kind of gloss over mistakes if you're making like a lasagna or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the thing with baking is it is a science and it is, you know, you have to have a recipe and you have to follow that recipe. As a chef, I would say I hardly ever use a recipe for anything. The only thing I ever use a recipe for is baking. So you can't make a cake by just throwing it all together. You have to know the ingredients, really. So that's something that, you know, it, I, what I think about Bake Off is the fact that it's, it's all, everyday people having a go and the, the standard, I watched the jelly mold cake one the other day and the standard of the baking on that and the look of the cakes were phenomenal. I thought they looked stunning. And that's something I've never made a jelly mold cake before. So, you know, I'm thinking, right, I want to get one of those uh, syringes and have a go. <laughs> I do, I can never understand about the Great British Bake Off, how Mary Berry stayed so thin from, <laughs> from having... You know, Nick, I have to tell you, my very first cookery demonstration, I was at Norfolk Show, and I think I would be... 26 years old something like that and I was nervous as hell and Mary Berry was on after me so I did my cookery demo and she was in the back with her daughter getting ready and um, she was working for Arga at the time and I came off off the stage and I just sort of said to her Mary how do you make it look so easy and she said oh oh it gets easier with age dear <laughs> <laughs> and I actually think that is so true. It does get easier with age. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. That's very good. Yeah. I don't know how much of what she bakes she eats. I don't think she eats a lot. Well, I was once <laughs> I was once asked to, I mean, this should be a great this should be a great gig. I was once asked, I think it was children in need, funnily enough. I was once asked to um to judge a a, a, a bake-off competition at, at GH Brooks um in, oh, yes. in Harrogate. Uh-huh. And um and and honestly, by I think I think there, there were two things that were very difficult about it. Number one was I think there were twelve people had taken part who worked at GH Brooks, yeah. and, um, and and by about the seventh the seventh sort of slice of cake, you know, having a bite from each one. I mean, I was so full. 
I really, yeah. really didn't want to. Yeah. But then the people, the people who made the cakes were stood in front of me. So I obviously... And you've got to keep going. Well, I'm a very polite person, Steph, as you Nick, know. Nick, I have done this myself, and I know exactly what you've been through. On the way There's back only so much cake you can eat. I mean, I almost had to pull the car over on the way back to the radio station. I was like, I think I'm going to be ill. <laughs> I once, I once um, taste-tested for um, Deliciously Yorkshire Awards, yeah. 52 different products from pork. <laughs> so pork sausages, pork pies, all sorts of things. 52, you, you know, and you start with something like half a teaspoon of the dish and you've got to, the thing that, you know, a lot of people realise when you're cooking for certain competitions, the flavour has to really hit you in that one mouthful because judges are, are tasting so many different products. You know, it's quite tricky, really. But in, in a fun kind of bake-off environment like that, you know, you, you, you've got to have a mouthful and sometimes they're brilliant and other times they're blooming horrible. But if you get me now, I'm not... You've no, got to carry on regardless. No, Keep I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm not saying this was the case at GH Brooks, but, you know, if you get a dry cake as well. Oh, no, that's not good. No. No problem here with dryness with our cinnamon buns, Nick. What, what, what would you What would you have to drink with it on a on a on a winter's on a winter's afternoon? What would you have to drink with a, a cinnamon bun? Would you have like a? I think you'd have to go hot chocolate, yeah. definitely. Mm. Um, and if if it's if it's on a weekend, I'd stick a, a shot of Bailey's in it or something like that. I think oh, that would be good fun. And uh, some marshmallows and cream on the top. Why not go go the whole hog? <laughs> I'd stick a lot of Baileys in it and then probably probably wake up feeling a bit rough about five o'clock in the afternoon. Have <laughs> a bit strictly. <laughs> Definitely. Good stuff. Our special guest superstar Steph Moon on the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks. This is Nick Hancock. I hope you have a lovely day, even though it's going to rain, and I hope you enjoy Strictly tonight. And you can see all of our competitions and all the local news at yourharrogate.co.uk.